Are you paying too much for your home and auto insurance? At Caleb Holloway State Farm, you're a one-quick-click call and quote away for some serious savings. Visit www.calebholloway.net or call 706-406-2111 for all of your home, auto, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, Caleb Holloway State Farm is there. Hey everybody, it's Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. Are you looking for something a little extra to get you through your day? Well, let me suggest Kill Cliff. Kill Cliff is a clean energy drink with a natural source of caffeine derived from green tea leaves. Whether it be the Kill Cliff for recovery, Ignite for that energy boost, or the CBD-infused Kill Cliff, they've got you covered. Go to CigarStoreIdiot.com, click on the Kill Cliff link, and use promo code CIGARIDIOTS for some awesome savings. Kill Cliff, clean energy, killer taste. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cigar Store Idiots. I am Rob. I am Andrew. And our special guest tonight is... Mitchell Jolly. Repeat offender. Mitchell <laughs> Jolly. <laughs> this well, is the first time I've been designated repeat, a repeat offender. offender. That's right. It's a good, it's a good I, thing. So. I like it. How's life treating you? Life is good. It's uh, good. Life is good. Family's good. Kid's good. Good We're seeing you again. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see you yeah, guys Yeah, it's been again. way too long to get you back in here. So we got I'm different back. surroundings this time. It is. It's a little different in here now. So. Absolutely digging the store. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You have NBA Jam We got. Me. We do have NBA Mortal Jam. Kombat. Yeah. Yep. This Rampage. is awesome. And we don't have the weird guy from Aladdin's Castle giving us free tokens. <laughs> uh, although we may could get that guy in here to do a little cleaning. I don't I'm know. I'm sure he's not doing a whole lot. He, well, he's probably doing time. He's a little, <laughs> well, he's a little no. too friendly with the kids. That's very so. possible. Very possible. <laughs> um, a couple of things I wanted to talk about is uh, the, man, all-star games in Atlanta, basketball. Yes. Hawks had zero representation. Gosh. How can you not get Trey Young in there? I, At least. I Listen, man. I think there is a legitimate hate toward Atlanta sports. Agreed. By outside. I, mean, I don't understand why. Don't Everybody wants to live in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. I don't get it. Especially against the Hawks, though. I, for whatever reason, the Hawks are shunned in a lot of ways. I think the Falcons do get a little love here and there because of Julio and all those guys. But – 
for whatever reason, man, the Hawks can't get any traction. I don't know. I don't understand it. I think Trey Young early in this season foul baiting people, which mm-hmm. I didn't like. Yeah, like, I don't like that either. I, I didn't I don't like, like it. it either. He'd get in front of guys, slow down, yeah. they run over him. And I, I felt like that's just dirty pool. It's he, not illegal, but it's kind of right. like, come on, man. Yeah, Trey. I, I come really, on, man. I think he set himself up. I did too. Uh, for, for, to kind of be on the outside for a while. Yeah. He's, a, he's a little mouthy, too. I, I've, I've, I've openly yeah. uh, said that, that Trey probably should should not be so uh, vocal, uh, you know. And um, But I, yeah. I'm, I was shocked that he, that, that he didn't even get a nod to the All-Star to be an alternate. An alternate. Well, just the skills competition. You know, maybe he's just not locked. I, well, you know, uh, I was thinking, More than we think. I was surprised that Stacey Abrams' people didn't get in there and get him some more votes. Yeah, well, I don't know. There how, you go. I don't know how that didn't happen. <laughs> there you go. They seem to do that pretty well yeah, around yeah. <laughs> election time. How so. did the guy not get in the three-point contest? Exactly. I mean, it's the not like he can't shoot. Makes me wonder if he, he, he got snubbed at the All-Star game, and they right. asked him to do skills, and he's like, no, nah, I'm good. Right. Well, the dude, the dude – well, listen, man. I'm I'm a homer. Love all my my teams. Mm-hmm. I'm ride or die Hawks. It just Same is what here. it is. Same here. Yeah. However, the dude does not know how to play defense. No, he doesn't. He knows he's he'd be a great matador because he's got the ole down. No doubt. He's got it down, but he can ball when it yeah. comes to running offense. Oh, the offensive side, yeah. If the Hawks are going to win, they're going to have to score 140 points. He, right. He keeps nutmegging dudes. He's going to get punched in the teeth. <laughs> you know, they don't like that too much. No, so they don't. They don't like They don't like it when he clowns on them. No. They don't like it at all. Who was so. it he was with the Twitter battle with? Who's uh, with who was it he was having that big – Was it the kid that played – he's not a kid anymore, but the, the no. guy from Duke that tripped him. Like, he used to be notorious no. for tripping people. It could have been. Yes, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. What is that? What is that cat's name? What's I, his name? He played for he Duke. Tripped, he, uh, he used to trip people in college all the time. Sorry, I'm gonna we're gonna get roasted on this one. God, I can't think of his name. Uh, yeah, that dude at Duke. I cannot think of his why, name. Why is people from I, Duke just hated? Why is what? Why is the Why is the guys from Duke hated so bad? Because they're easily to dislike. Except yeah. for Cherokee Grant, Parks and all Grant those guys. Hill, though, man, everybody like Grant Hill. He's well, a good and dude. I, I did like. Grant I like. I liked a lot of that. I like Christian Leitner. I'll go yeah. ahead and say it. I like Leitner. I love when he was with the Hawks. Yeah. I appreciate that his time with I don't mind yeah. Leitner. Leitner was tough as balls, Yeah, he was. He, he was, was tough. He was. I, he was tough. I, I didn't think, mind that. I think it's easy to hate or dislike greatness. Mm-hmm. And and they they historically are great. Mm-hmm. And you just – I don't know if it's – I don't want to say it's jealousy, but I want my – I want it. Georgia to be that jealousy. good. And 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 they're not like how can why do you recruit Georgia better than Georgia recruits Georgia when basketball I don't understand well there there is jealousy it's the same way people don't like Tom Brady right because he's great you know he's a good looking dude he he he's got how many Super Bowl rings now he's married to a supermodel and I mean I hate him e- look every, <laughs> exactly everybody <laughs> that's was my like, point <laughs> everybody said who do you want to win the Super Bowl and I was like Psh, Tom Brady I got like. Seven or eight of his rookie cards. Right. Yeah. Go, yeah. go win it, Tom. Yeah, keep winning, yeah. baby. Daddy wants to retire one day. Yeah, so that yes. was a business decision. Yes. A bu- it was a business decision. <laughs> I made right. that same business decision on Michael Vick too, and I really lost my. I lost my. You know what? On that, so. <laughs> dude, I I have uh, I pulled out some cards the other day. They're sitting on the bottom of, my, of a bookshelf. Hadn't looked at them in years. I, the Ken Griffey 
junior rookies, the Chipper Jones yeah. rookies. I've got pages of those suckers, and I started yeah, thinking, man. are they worth anything? Yes, Where can they I are. sell these suckers at? Like, I don't care. I ain't looking at them. You know, they're I, back. I know a guy. You know a guy. Well, I know a guy. Well, you need to talk to that guy. Yeah, yeah, you're talking. Well, they're back yeah. now. You know, <laughs> okay. Cards took a bad dip back in the day. I've got a ton of cards myself. Yeah, like you. Late late I, 80s, 80s, early 90s, uh, they overproduced yep. the crap out of them, and that's why you mm. see a lot of. Well, they took the a bad deal. The they weren't yeah. worth much. Right. But they're starting to make a comeback. Wow. You know, for whatever reason. I don't know why. But here's the thing with that now, because I looked into it, too. I thought, you know what? I'm going to break open some of my cards. Let's see what they're worth. Man, to get any money out of them now, you have to send them off, get them graded. Them graded yeah. It's it's just really? a different game. Yeah, yeah. man. And they, we used to go in Rosemont Park at the top of the hill on Floor Avenue. I, I could take you. I can't tell you. Like, I can't give you directions, but I could take you to that old man's house in his backyard he had a little garage and he had a little baseball card shop and every spare dime we got we, we used to go over there and buy cards from that guy. i remember there's a guy on broad street right here yeah i yep. remember that guy too That's i used right. to i used to walk down my mom worked at the top of broad street and uh while she was at work i'd walk down here because then it was i guess it was safer i guess you could say right but i would walk down by myself as a little kid walk down here and i'd buy some baseball cards and walk back up man i just look forward to doing that i was all about oh, it yeah yeah, man. What a Ricky I, Henderson rookie from him. I traded, listen, I traded a Jose Canseco, uh, what was it, Donruss rookie, rated rookie, for a Scotty Pippen rookie card. Ooh. And I definitely got the better end you of got, that deal. You did. you did. I got the better end of you that did. deal for sure. So. But got, Canseco was on fire. I had two of them. Right. I've got the 1986 Tops traded set, the little uh, box set. I think that's got a Maguire rookie, yeah. Canseco rookie. Bonds. Bonds rookie, yeah. 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 That's a good set. You, that set it, used to be it, worth something. It's but. got a hypodermic needle in there and a little <laughs> bottle of Sustanon 250. Right? Yeah. Juice, yeah. baby. The juiced ball. Everybody, what is it? Chicks dig the long ball. Chicks dig so, the long ball. I used to love those. And I've got books of them, you know, when they're in the little sleeves and yep. everything. Yeah. I've got like four or five of those books. And then I have a big box just full of cards. Man. When I, cool. I just don't. And I've got football. I've got baseball. Yeah. I mean, I've got some good cards, but would they grade out? I don't know. Right. They, I mean, you never know. You don't I mean, know. I can look at them and give you kind of an idea. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, we, uh, one thing that I did at my chores that I did when I was a kid, I got 10 bucks every week. And so I got to the point to where I bought baseball cards like early on, early eighties. Um, and, uh, but then I got in a comic book kick and I started buying comic books and I'm a comic book geek a little bit with Marvel comics. I never really liked DC I never got too into much. that for whatever reason. I had some great comic books. Okay some really really good comic books and there was a guy who had a comic book shop out in west rome mm -hmm. he liked steve buscemi uh he, he used to tell people that he was wasn't that in the shopping center over there across it, from walmart it was at one time yeah. uh, he had a freestanding place uh i think that place is tore down now and they built something different but um i remember i took all my comic books in there and i was like yeah hey, i want to i want to trade some of these out for baseball cards because I, I was in you know i got back into baseball cards yeah so this dude just like, I mean, he tore me a new one. I had so many good comic books. Like, right. I was a stupid kid, right. and I can't believe my parents. I can't believe my parents let me do it. Mm. Uh, but uh, I can't let. I can't believe my mom sold all my Star Wars stuff at a yard sale. Uh, I know that's. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'd probably not talk to my mom again uh, yep. if she did that to me, dude. I can't, I'm just kidding. dude. I had the swamp. I had this huge Darth Vader helmet. And you open it up, and that's where you the put all your figurines. In. Yeah, in. I remember I had that. that. I had a lot of man. I had so much stuff. So, yeah. but who knew, man? 
But right. the, the cool thing about the guy just ripped me off out of all my comics, and uh, and then I went back in there like like weeks later, and I'm looking, and my whole series, my Wolverine series, one through five, he's got like the first issue sixty five dollars, the next issue's fifty, then it's forty five, forty five, and 30. I'm just like, I got the I had the Spider Man got married. I don't even know what that's worth now. Spider Man number three hundred. Um, oh. Yeah, Spider Man where where Craven kills himself. That one's worth a bunch of money. So wow. I had all those, but I did trade him. He thought he, and he did get me at the time. He traded me basketball cards. And, uh, he, I mean, now I still, I still think I might've took a little bit of a beating with the comics, but I had so many Michael Jordan cards. Ooh. And I'm going to tell you just an average, if you've got a card with, uh, <laughs> with, uh, Stacy Augman on it and Michael Jordan's going up to block the shot. That card's worth money because it's got Michael Jordan on it. Anything that's got Michael Jordan on it, it's worth. So I'm pretty sure I got cards, a Jordan rookie. That thing's probably worth about a hundred thousand dollars if I, you have I, one. I'm going home and digging back through because I'm pretty sure I spotted a rookie. I'm Jordan rookie. Oh, yeah, I'm a, I forgot I had. I'll tell you right now, even his cards. Dude, that's worth a lot of money. Yeah, even cards. It's like yeah, the eighty nine ninety Jordans. And you're looking at a couple of a thousand dollars. You piece. gotta be kidding! No, and I've no, got a no, no. I've got a ton of them. And you know a guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know I, a guy? I know a guy. See this guy. I know yeah. a guy that doesn't have that kind of money, but he he <laughs> might can help you sell them. So, Ooh. but uh, but yeah, I kind of I kind of came out okay on the comic book deal with a, with Michael Jordan itself. Um, and actually, I collect a lot of signed baseballs. So I've got Ooh. I've got like uh, Mickey Mantle, Roberto Clemente. I got I've got some good car some good balls signed. Yeah. Um, mm. And this guy, that's one autograph. I was like, hey, can you get me something with Jordan on it? He goes, no, I won't touch it. He said, I won't touch uh, anything that's got Michael Jordan, King Griffey Jr., or Kurt Cobain. Because those are so uh, easily uh, duplicated. There's really? so many phonies out there. <clears throat> so wow. he's like, even if you get one that's uh, this like PSA certified, it could still be a fake. Really? Because you know, they're so good. They're, wow. they're almost like, you know, they're hard to detect. So he won't, he won't get them. So. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Well, tonight we wanted to get into something uh, that was uh, that's a hot topic right now uh, across the globe, uh, and we wanted to talk a little bit or a lot, actually, as long as we can keep our, our repeat offender here and doesn't get me in trouble at home. I'll be here as long as I can uh, to talk about uh, cancel culture, guys. It's uh, it's running rampant and it's it's somewhat out of control. So we're going to talk about some things that we're looking at as far as cancel culture goes and uh and i'm going to bring us some things that maybe they should cancel uh that they haven't canceled yet if we're going to go there i mean let's just go ahead and talk about it and everybody knows my favorite movie is what what's my favorite movie about backroom bo- abortions and statutory rape oh. <laughs> dirty dancing dirty dancing i mean yeah. let's go ahead and call it yeah, it's called dancing. spade a spade let's go ahead and it, do it so. if you look at the movie it is pretty yeah. But we're not going to start off with that because I probably talked about Dirty Dancing in eight episodes of, of the ones we have. So because uh, yeah, because it's ridiculous. And You're I being sarcastic. Every I was time being, it comes on, I, I was thinking it. you were being serious. I was like, what is his favorite movie? <laughs> is it, Charlie, is it Pulp Fiction? I don't know. It is. It is. It's so good that I borrowed yours and never brought it back. It's okay. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Mr. Jolly, what do you got on cancel culture? Oh, my gosh. Um, I think what for me is absolutely uh, sad is, is – from my world where I come from as a pastor and as a Christian theologian, cancel culture is fully infiltrated 
that world. Um, and, and for me, I had to start with definitions. Like, okay, what is exactly cancel culture? So I'm going to talk about cancel culture. It's trying to figure out exactly what it is. We all know it when we see it. Uh, I'm, I'm heavy. I love Twitter. Um, totally, uh, totally kind of sucked into the Twitter world. And you see it on Twitter. You see it on, on various social media platforms. And, and, and just trying to define exactly what it is helps me to at least intellectually and practically put my hands on it. And it really comes down to this, this culture of uh, ostracizing people who don't think in line with whatever the narrative is, right? And so the sad thing is, even in, in the world of theology, um, there is a narrative uh, in play uh, across the board that if you don't fit in line with a particular narrative, you find yourself absolutely shunned and put aside. That's right. So it's a modern day uh, shunning and thrusting out of social circles if you're not in line with whatever the narrative happens to be. And there are multiple narratives. It's not just one narrative. It's a theological narrative. It's a, it's an entertainment narrative. It's a sports narrative. And, and, uh, and it's a monetary narrative. It's a monetary narrative. Well, because if you find yourself on the outs, unfortunately you can lose your job. That's right. Yeah. Cause yeah. they will go after you. Yeah. You have endorsements pull, pulled. There's a guy who just wrote a book, uh, called when, uh, when Harry became Sally, his name's, uh, uh, and, and it's a book dealing with um, issues in the sexual revolution, like a, when you're dealing with kinds of a sexual identity. So he's dealing with the science behind the narrative of sexual identity. Amazon will not let him sell that book because hmm. the idea that science might not back up wow. any type of gender reassignment based on a person's thoughts or ideas is completely opposite of any narrative anybody wants to hear and they will not let him sell that book on amazon and this may i mean it's not it's an it, it's a scientific book written from a christian perspective he's just looking at the science but amazon will not let this guy sell his book so he's canceled that kind of uh that's talk about the uh hmm. the doctor when um when we started talking about transgender uh, uh males uh men's tra men transi transitioning Golly. <laughs> Man turning the wing. Yeah. Transitioning into a woman and fighting uh, MMA fights. And there's a right. doctor that came out and said, well, this is this is what's going on. You know, if you stay a man for so long uh, before you take any hormones, your bone density becomes solid, more thick, more dense. Right. Um, and then you take female hormones. It doesn't really matter. You're still you have the bone structure of a man. That's right. Right. Um, so they, that, that scientist came out and, and, and put the science out there. This is the science. This is, this is why this is a bad idea. And this is what can happen, uh, to <laughs> fractured skulls later. Right. Um, uh, they, that the, the whole community attacked the scientist, right? Know? It's like well, the Y chromosome yeah. is the Y chromosome. It doesn't change regardless mm -hmm. of what you do. The Y chromosome doesn't shift. Mm -hmm. Was it Martina Navratilova? This was last year, I think. She, you know, she is, she's lesbian. Yep. And she has been an outspoken advocate for that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And when the now transgender movement has happened, she came out and spoke out against the biological reality that if a male transitions to a female after puberty. They have a com the competitive advantage. They have a competitive advantage. And she said she didn't believe it was 
fair to women's sports, which I agree because with. Because it's not. Because it's not. But right. she has been silenced. She doesn't count. So and I, she and was I never now, would have known that if you hadn't told me. She, well, she was an icon for for gay and lesbian relationships right. in the sports world. And right. now she's on the outside because when you work down the LGB, okay, that's fine. But when you get to the T, well, that's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Because what if the T now in the sports world decides that that I'm I'm a male, but I got the Y chromosome, but now I'm, I'm going to be an X chromosome, even though you can't change it. It's an unfair if, advantage. If you don't follow their script to a T, you get thrown out. That's right. just the way it is. Yeah. And that's the cancel culture. And I'm not, I'm not just talking about the old GBT community and I'm not just, but right. this, this movement is, it's not good yeah. because you know, you look in history and any, show me anywhere where a cancel culture was the good guys. Mm-hmm. Right. It's never been right. It's never been the right. good guys. Well, I think it's important to, to recognize this, what we're living in isn't new. No. It's it's existed uh, long before. I mean, nothing is new under the sun. So it's just recycled with a different name on it. That's right. And so what we're having now, it's not just that issue. It's it's anything, any narrative that becomes the dominant narrative. Uh, if you don't find yourself inside that stream or having a different idea, you're going to find yourself on the outside. Yep. Just last night, uh, just to kind of keep digging into it, uh, I noticed on the news with Shepard Smith, they are having a huge, um, it's a big uproar about trying to uh, to not gender identify the toy aisles in Walmart now. It's where the boys' toys and the girls' toys go. This was on, this was on the news last night. This is happening like last night. Um, I mean, what are, we, what are we trying to do? What are we really trying to do? Because, um, I mean... Did I ever think that we'd talk about Mr. Potato Head on my podcast? <laughs> not one time, dude, not once. Um, it's Mr. Potato Head. It's been Mr. Potato Head. Um, and he has a wife. And he has Mrs. a wife. Potato Mrs. Head. Potato Head. Right. But that's offensive. Right. That a potato, a toy potato has a wife. That's offensive. How dare you? Right. But I was kind of excited as a parent because that meant I only had to buy one potato now, you know. Because <laughs> now it's just potato head? Is that pota- right? I don't know. But, you know, Hasbro, was it Hasbro? That it was Hasbro. They they came out, actually, this week, was it this week or last week, they came out and said that they were no longer concerned with changing, changing right. it. So good. it was going to be, good for them. it's going to be what it was. Yeah, good yeah. for them. Yeah. yeah. I think that's Because, that's you know, good. here's the thing. It's really a small group of people with a very loud voice for whatever reason. Yeah. And the, and you're, it's not a majority. And that cell phone and social media is a gigantic platform for them, them to I mean, we're letting the message across. In this right. country, we're letting small groups of people and I feel the same thing. I feel the same way about racist. I think that the the number of people in this country who are truly racist are a very small group of people. But they're very loud people. Right. And I'm talking the black folks that are racist against white people. I'm thinking about the white people, and that does exist. Sure. And the white people that are racist against black people and the Asians that don't like Or the Asians whoever. that are racist against Asians. Right. Other Asians or, or people from the Middle right. East that are prejudiced against I think it's Middle a East. small number. I really do. I really don't think there is a – and I'm going to get trouble for this, but it is what it is. I really don't think we have a major race problem in America. I really don't. I think that the small group that is racist is way too loud. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And I, I really don't think we're a racist country. I really don't believe that. 
I don't see it. Right. I I think I think when you go down that that path, that's another podcast. Yeah. Well, you, it is. You can yeah. go down. It a is. Deep I've kind of got there, off track right? there, but, but but it's 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 a it's a deep hole. But but I think what you bring up is an important distinction. And you talk about the phone technology. You talk about pockets of people. This is probably a little more nerdy than you want, but but as I study the world and have traveled the world like I have, what I've found is cancel culture is very much honor shame. And when you go to other places around the world, and particularly you go to uh, the Middle East, you go to South Asian countries, you go to um, countries that are that are predominantly Buddhist, Hindu, or Muslim, it's a different perspective on how you do life. There's honor shame. Uh, animistic cultures, like in, in some places in Africa, it's fear, power. Here, it's it's right, wrong. So Western civilization is kind of predicated on right, wrong. And so the issue for us historically has been, is this right or is this wrong? In other places, it's honor, shame. And honor, shame works in, in large groups, meaning you're identified as maybe a tribe. And inside this tribe, you all think feel and act the same way. And if you step outside of that thinking or that feeling, you're ostracized or shamed and you're pushed out. And that's where you get uh, in all manner of cultures. It depends on where you are. It can be everything from killing them. And it's, that's not wrong. It's honor because they stepped outside the tribe and shamed everybody in the tribe. The only correct way to handle that is to shame them. And that may be kicking them out of the family, kicking them out of the tribe or killing them. Mm -hmm. What I find interesting is because of technology and because of the speed at which information passes your fingertips. Right. And and because we're in a not literally flat, but economically flat world and people can go anywhere and live anywhere rather cheaply. What you have is a transfer of foundational living of life, meaning cancel culture looks like honor, shame. So you got groups of people, whether they be small or large, but if they control the narrative, whatever that na- narrative happens to be, might be race, might be sports, might be politics. If you step outside that tribe, they shame you. Right. And so what happens is it ceases. Truth doesn't matter. Right or wrong is irrelevant. What matters is, did you keep the narrative? And if you didn't keep the narrative, you shame the tribe. You shame the tribe, you have to be gone. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, what I find is a fundamental shift in how we view our community. So you got to be in a tribe or out of a tribe, and it's not about what's true or what's accurate. And that, to me, is devastating to public dialogue. Yeah, it's scary. It is because we can't have a civil debate on if we wanted to go down the race rabbit trail. We should be able to have a civil debate on what you see, what I see, what does this person see. And not be able to say, hey, I don't like you anymore, or mm-hmm. I don't like you anymore, or right. you're outside my tribe. I can't talk to you anymore. But that's exactly where we are. Right. And so honor shame kills civil debate, and it kills freedom. So we we can't be free now to have an idea. Right. Because if this idea is outside the narrative, then you're not free to have that idea. So it's a threat to the concept of freedom, freedom of thought freedom of action and that that worries me because it's a real problem and freedom of speech yes absolutely yeah because it silences a lot of people people are scared to say anything yeah. right. i mean your job people are terrified yeah yeah right right I, I made a i made a comment uh probably a couple episodes ago that um i forgot what i was making fun of what was it would, would get canceled that was cracking on uh anyways i was like well one day somebody's gonna probably listen to my podcast and go well that's offensive Right, and we're gonna they're gonna get Spotify on the phone, and 
Right. In the email. And uh, I'll give you an example. I had a gentleman that uh, had a pretty popular podcast. Uh, been doing it for a few years. Excuse me. This uh, I've got this this wonky candle that I bought at Walmart. That is not a candle. That's a fireplace, dude. It it it, it is. Um, That's the biggest. Tr- it is a trilogy uh, candle. It's uh, fireside redwood and sandalwood clove. Mm. That sounds like four things. It, it's not like three. <laughs> it not, is layered. It's it layered. layered. It smells wonderful, but it has a wooden wick in it, and it, it like Andrew said, it's a fireplace, and it sounds like one. And I kind of wish I'd have brought some marshmallows, but I think it's actually choking me to death. So <laughs> I apologize for having to stop and drink water all the time. Um, but we were talking about the cancel culture thing, and uh, and I said somebody would probably cancel my podcast because we we sometimes may be offensive to some people, but until then, we're going to keep offending people and doing I what mean, we do. So and, 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 <laughs> yeah, and not, and not purposely, but we. Sp- we just speak the way we talking feel. about whatever. Yeah. So. Well, I, I think that's the essence of, of what it means to be free is we should be able to think differently right. and be civil about it. And what we're seeing in, in this honor, shame, cancel thing is the degrading of our ability to be free in our thinking and then free in our, our acting upon what we think. It's okay to not agree with everything somebody says. Absolutely. I mean, it's okay. It's it, It's what makes us what we are and i think people for whatever reason all of a sudden again like you said we've seen this before yeah but for whatever reason again we're we're seeing where if somebody doesn't think this way you think you don't just tell them you disagree you go after them and i don't understand it i mean it's you know you don't have to listen to that person right no you don't you don't and 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 i would say not only you do not have to listen to them uh, you can just go join another debate yeah, or, exactly. or, or you can civilly engage and, right. and perhaps, because I think there, there's two contrasts here. There's the whole idea of, 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 of honor, shame or cancel culture is you coerce people through either force or shame as opposed to persuade persuade. You have to appeal to a sense of decency and honor and respect for the human coercion means, Hey, you're in or out. And if you don't agree with this group of people, we'll kill you or we'll take your economic ability to earn a living away from you. But you can't be here. And that's coercion versus persuasion. And persuasion requires a whole different level of humanity. I got to honor you as a person. I got to honor you as a person, as a human, created in the image of God. And maybe I can persuade you. You might persuade me. Yeah, but let's have an adult conversation. Let's have an adult conversation. But if you go the other direction, it is coercion. Right. And coercion is dangerous. It is very dangerous. Yeah. We'll, we'll take a look at uh, one one example. Why don't I always wait till I start talking or drink some it's, water? It's that candle. It's that candle. Damn You're it. sitting closest to it. You have to break out more waters. <laughs> Give so, a round of waters because of the candle. <laughs> so what I want to talk about next. Um, uh, Chris Harrison. The dude from The Bachelor, Bachelorette, whatever, okay. whatever program show he's doing. I'll take your word for it. He actually was put on spot in an interview, and they had found one of The Bachelor contestants was, she's from the South, she's from Georgia, so she went to an old South plantation party. They had the big Southern Belle dresses on, and they took pictures. Well, they asked him, and and the lady that was interviewing, she was an African American, and she asked him, "Is this, you know, does this bother you? Does this, does do you think this is, you know, this is appropriate and this, that, and the other?" And he let her know. He was like, "Look, I'm going to be honest with you. 
I don't think it's I don't think it's that terrible. You know, she she went to a party. It's an old South party. Uh, they've been having them for years. She was at a plantation. It's like I personally know the time that I spent with her that she's she's a she's a good person. She's a sweet person. I don't think she has a mean bone in her body. And man, they came after him. They came after him so hard that he stepped down. And this is the main guy on the show, Chris Harrison, the main person. Um, been on every episode of The Bachelor. Oh yeah, Chris Harrison. He's the uh, like the MC guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they they he resigns. He steps away. Wow. Two weeks, not two weeks. A couple of days go by. He's on giving a formal apology. How he should have never said that, and he was insensitive, and that uh, things have to change. We have to change the way we treat people. We have to change the way we. So, okay. That's fine. If that's what he wants to do, he wants to go back in there and he's trying to salvage his job. Obviously they're coming after him and he still doesn't know if he has a job. He had threw himself, he threw himself at, the, at their feet, you know, begging for mercy. Still don't know if he has a job. He's just basically groveling to keep his job. Let's talk about the real problem on that show. Let's talk about how they take all these girls mm-hmm. and give them some false sense of marrying Mr. Wright. Yep. And you're going to be, have your 15 minutes of fame. You're going to be on TV. Uh, once you get picked to be the bride, you get this big-ass ring. You're going to be on all these um, television, sh- uh, like, news shows. Um, they build this whole project up. What do the girls do the whole time they're there? Right. They feed them alcohol. The whole mm-hmm. time they're there, they're feeding them alcohol. They're letting them get loose, letting them get crazy, showing their true colors. Um, that's okay. Which also sets them up right for uh for mean people to attack them on Twitter right because they're crazy or unstable. Which I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, someone's crazy and <laughs> unstable. Of course, uh, but uh, but they put them in that position. They set them. Up, they set those girls up for failure, 100. percent But you know what? And you what, signed up for it. And hold on, they go to the honeymoon suite. It, it's like the final four. Sometimes they don't even last to the final four. It's trash TV, and my it rots my brain. And Brittany and I watch it, but it is trash TV. This guy straight up. This, <laughs> Not this last guy. He's been pretty decent. But but previous ones I've watched, these girls get liquored up, and this dude has sex with them. Uh, he's sleeping with all these girls, yeah. like kissing on them, sleeping on them. He's test driving them. This, that's right. And, and that's acceptable. This man yeah. nearly lost his job for saying a woman that was at a plantation party wearing a Southern Belle dress was harmless. But the same show is letting these women get drunk and feeding them alcohol to film them at their very worst and hope that they get them drunk enough to where they'll start being promiscuous on camera. So that makes for better television. It makes for better television. But you know, how dare, how dare they come after this man and, and, and literally yeah. he's going to lose his job. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, he's going to yeah. lose his job. Yeah. How dare they go after him for speaking his mind when that same production is setting these women up to be sexually assaulted. Yes. That's, that's not, that's what it is. The, the emotional that's what it is. and physical trauma that they receive from being on that television show is acceptable because it's the honor shame. We're going to honor this culture. It it gives me chills. It makes me angry. Yeah. It's okay to, because it could happen to you. It could happen to me. Yeah. Right. Right. It's okay to emotionally abuse these women, but how dare you say she was okay just to go to this party and wear this dress. Right. And that just shows you the the, dress, dress her up like a slut, feed her a whole bunch of alcohol. 
Give her some good looking dude. Yeah. The, well, He's the, kissed like 14 girls the whole night. You know, right. well, it's disgusting. Well, like you said, that's okay, but this is not. And it's the same way with, you know, the music. You know, they went after a, you know, baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. But and, let Cardi B walk, sing about the whatever. one song. And, they take, and that's okay. Yeah. But baby, it's cold outside is bad. Yeah. yeah. It makes no sense. Where, None. where, are, we, where are we going? Yeah. What direct? We're not going in the right direction. Yeah. One of the Old Testament prophets said, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Go. And I, I listen to that and think, wow, you call this girl going to this party evil, but it's acceptable to abuse these women for yeah. the sake of television. I, I'm right. thinking, they, there you go. There there, there, those there women, Those women are being sexually assaulted. Yeah. I, I'm I'm no. sorry. It is what it is. I, I agree. It's exactly with you. what it yeah. is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I agree. Um, feed her more tequila. Feed her, She's not yeah, there yet. Yeah. What is your favorite thing to drink? We'll make sure the house is stocked with it. That's mm-hmm. what they do. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. And and you only know that the girls that are mentally unstable stay on the show as long as they can because it makes for good TV. Got to have a got to have a, a loose cannon in there to um, to bump ratings. You know. Uh, so those ever, girls are vetted out from the very beginning. Oh yeah. I mean, one hundred percent. And I think that. They put them in such terrible situations on there, and they're like a bunch of moths to a flame. They don't right. see what's go- they don't see what the outcome right. of of the overall perception of who they are. Yeah, at right. the end of yeah. it, they don't see any of that. Right. They're worshiping the god of money, so this is going to make them a ton of money. It's going to yeah. make me famous. Yeah. It's going to make me a ton of money. Yeah. And and these producers abuse them, and that's okay. But that's the predominant narrative, right? This makes for good television. People want to be entertained. Ratings. Ratings, absolutely. So you got, that's okay. You got, uh, I mean, Hollywood scummy, anyways. You know, and it I even got to a point when I, Brittany and I talked, and I, uh, there was, I had opportunity to work on a show, and I told her I was like, you know, all the things that's going on right now, it's embarrassing. I'm almost embarrassed to say that I even worked on anything because you, you think about all the stuff that goes on, you know, behind. I just read this thing the other day. Charlie Chaplin was a known pedophile. Yes. Did you know this? I did, I did know this. He, I did. He, he groomed these girls. Uh, at the, it, one of them was at the age of six years old. She caught his eye at six years old. Okay. Oh, my god. He gosh. waited till she was legally old enough to date, whatever that was. Uh, and then he married her, you know. And then he made her have sex with um, other 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 people. Like other – he said, this is what you do. You're my wife, and this is what happens. So – but Charlie Chaplin movies are still on TV. Mm-hmm. We still we still have him on on funny little commercials, you know. Right, because um, it's entertainment. Still not gone. Yeah. And so, I mean, and if you want to go any further, I mean, even further. yeah. But see, pedophilia is also accepted in Hollywood. Yeah, so oh, we're not going to cancel that. Absolutely. Well, even in the music industry, I mean, people can say what they want to say. I mean, Elvis started dating Priscilla when she was fourteen years old. Yeah. Right. Jerry Lee Lewis's uh, Trump cousin cousin four, it, 14 years old it pays to the trillions of dollars yeah. you can look the other way yeah. well and, and and the people in hollywood that are above those artists are also involved in pedophilia so they're not going to smash them out on it because they're involved as well yeah right right dude we could go I, i'm going to stop doing that like i'm going to stop what i'm talking about because i can straight up talk about uh pedophile i'm actually working uh trying to get this guy in here that works for a, a specific organization that catches uh catches uh Online Pedophile. predators, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, and it's a great, it's a great group of people, and they're not really nice when they find them. Uh, <laughs> so I'm okay uh, with that, yeah. So we're trying to get him in here. So that's another episode. But anyways, that would be uh, awesome. We'll go back to uh, uh, cancel culture. Charlie Chaplin still on TV. You still got you know Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis. Still right. They, 
I was surprised they threw R. Kelly under the bus and got got him done done away with him. I was only because there was a video. There was too much evidence on him, so that's why there was a video. You're probably right, right? Um, but well, if there was no video, he was right. fine. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a movie that probably, if you want to fall into that line of cancel culture, um, and uh, I watched Sixteen Candles. I used to love Sixteen Candles. Right. Never really paid attention to any of it. At the end, when uh, what's what's Johnny B. Good's name? Uh, what's what's Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So Anthony Michael Hall's the the sixteen year old or fourteen year old kid, and he's having the party. They're having the party. They had the big party, and Jake's like the big like jock, famous or like you know the popular guy. And he dates a real popular girl. She's beautiful, but she's a drunk lush. He's like, uh, he's like, take my dad's keys and take her with you. And uh, he's like, she won't go with me. He's like. Uh, He's like, she's drunk. She'll never even know the difference. He's like, just take her. Do whatever you want to with her. And then he goes and puts a passed out girl in the car and gives, he's like, here, just keep feeding her these. And he's like, gives him a six pack of beer. I mean, that's, that's, if we're going to talk about cancel culture, right. let's take a look at some of that stuff. You right. know what I mean? Those things are, those things freak me out more than uh Pepe Le Pew. Or, okay. or like I read today and I'll right. look at it right here and I can't remember her name. I've got Ruby Pivot, maybe she's. Tina, but she said she's coming out saying hoop earrings. White women should not wear hoop hoop earrings, and the reason being is because they exist across many minority groups as symbols of resistance, strength, and identity. I was three years old when my parental grandparents visited. Left the hoop ear. Anyway, she goes on talking about why she wants to say white women should not wear hoop earrings again. I don't think anybody should wear hoop earrings because you can get those things snagged when you're wrestling around and rip your rip a hole in your ears. So, why are you wrestling women, Rob? Uh, well, that's true. Because uh, what I what I find, Mitchell, <laughs> you're like you're like what did I no what did I step into? Well, what's somebody blowing threw a my mind nest in your lap. So, <laughs> what's blowing my mind is is how what I can't figure out is why some and not the others. Yeah, like yeah. like. Like the the, the well, examples you've given yeah. right now, they're not. But Bill Cosby, yeah, Jello pudding pops, yeah, that's right. picture pages. <laughs> but yeah. and so here's Bill. He's in prison, yes. and he will never make anything, and he shouldn't. Mm-mm. Right, he's like drugging he's, women. He's yeah. guilty, but others have done the same thing. The Bachelor. Why is that acceptable? But we have to put Bill Cosby down. Right, right, and that's what I don't have an answer to. Is what made what Bill Cosby did unacceptable? But it, and it is unacceptable. Please don't misunderstand. No, sure, sure, sure. It's it's violation of law and humanity. He the he belongs to and, prison. And, and that's not even a black and white thing because Harvey Weinstein no. is also yeah Harvey Weinstein same thing same right? thing but, same thing. But why can these other? But, why, why can you have the bachelor? Why why is that's right. one acceptable and the other not? That's that's yeah. the mystery you, to me. If you want to even go even worse, think about the MTV in the Jersey Shore. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, that is uh, the worst of humanity. Those, those guys, it really is. Yeah. Those guys went out and preyed on women that had too much alcohol. Yes. And brought them back to their whatever yep. and sexually assaulted them. Yeah. It happened. Right. For however many seasons. Yeah. And, and people can say that. I mean, you can you can say that didn't happen, but you're a fool if you believe it. That's right. absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely it happened. But that's acceptable. And, and – 
and and those are the things that uh, and, and I'm convinced it's got to do with with money. And you got those same artists that that get on their platform on right. Twitter and some that I love, man, and they just say the most ridiculous things. things. And I'm like, but you're on you're on the MTV musical like Lady Gaga right now is like all over this oh, whatever. Man. She's accepting awards, she's performing on MTV, but yet she don't say anything to MTV executives when they line at the next cast of the real world or they line at the next cast of Jersey right. shore that we don't go back, you know, a little further and see the things that happen there. But if was you're going to be on a platform, man, right. Be on the platform. Was it yeah. Ricky Gervais last year? Was it the, oh, one? I loved it. Oh, that loved was awesome. So he good. just Al Qaeda started a, a, a streaming industry. You would call your agent. That's yeah. right. So don't yeah. sit there and, and lecture the rest of us yeah. That's right. from your high heel. Come up about, here. Get your award. When, when is the last? Okay. <laughs> right. when, when is the last time you heard Ricky uh, Jervis being on anything? Been a while. Well, nothing. Not since that. Only uh, you got to go to the Graham God. Norton show. And Graham Norton. Norton. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly where I was going. I was yeah. about to say the BBC show. Yeah, yeah, the Graham Norton show. That's about it. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Which is a great, great chat show. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it is. I it like is. him. Yeah. Did you so? And then the other thing that came out too was um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Uh, they left the royal family. Um, a lot of people are saying it was a diversion, uh, to cover up so they would stop investigating. Uh, is it Prince Andrew that was yes. that spent a lot of time with yes. uh, on Epstein Island? Epstein Island, yeah. Well, there's there's pictures. Of yeah, him oh yeah, with underage. He was girls. there. Yeah, he was there. And with now, underage girls. Andrew is Queen Elizabeth's husband, right? Because mm-hmm. I I think that's pretty well known. He likes other women other than his wife, mm-hmm. right? And right. So that's so kind of keep him stiff arm him. He got to be the prince, but yeah. so there's an Epstein connection to oh Andrew? big time, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Now we're not talking about uh, Lady Di's, uh, uh dad. Who was who's a uh, husband? Um, Charles, Char- not, not Charles. No, Andrew. 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 Yeah, yeah. his oh, dad. Yeah. He's yeah, straight up huge connection. Epstein Island connection. I mean, well, he's, he's I think all there's a. It. I think there's and this is another. I'm going down another rabbit hole, and I'll, <laughs> I'll step my foot in it, get back out of it. But I can't help it, man. I, I watch, know, I watch dude, this I stuff know. all the time. You have great episode ideas, though. This is great yeah, stuff. I'm going to tell you, man, the royal family, dirty. Absolutely. I'm telling you, man, it is bad. I I do. A, I listen to a lot of different podcasts. I mean, look the how day. the English treated the people in the world. Uh, well, so, and anybody that lives in England, I'm not bagging on, on you. Uh, I know we've got listeners in England. Hey, no, uh, our government's dirty we got, too. We got, uh, believe me, our hands aren't clean over here in the no, United States. No, no, the gov- no, our U.S. government's dirty as hell. But I'm talking, I'm talking about, yeah, but the royal family. Oh my God, I could go on a rant about that. Yeah, and missing children and so forth involved with the royal family. It's 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 terrible. Yeah, it's absolutely terrible. So yeah. Andrew being over on Pedophile Island doesn't surprise me at all. Sure, right. It just it 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 figures. at all. It figures, right? It figures. That's exactly right. But but there is there is there is uh, power, and there's money, and if you break that, you've broken the narrative, mm-hmm. and so you have to be you have outside. To go, you got to go away. You got to go away. That's exactly. But right. I'm glad you brought up them on the talking with Oprah. Yeah, you, know, you had a, a millionaire couple talking to a millionaire woman, a billionaire woman, a billionaire woman. Well, he's a billionaire too. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. He, so they're billionaire couple, and it's a billionaire woman sitting in a beautiful villa with a beautiful background, talking about oppression. The atrocities and oppression. I thought it was hysterical. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me! You've got to be." Kidding. There are people out here that have lost their businesses because of COVID, and these people are getting their 15 minutes up here 
yeah. talking about how oppressed they were by the royal family and everything. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Dude, I, I, I'll tell you but where. But that's I, typical Oprah. Let me but tell also you, another let, rant altogether. Let me tell you where I get frustrated uh, with Oprah. Oprah smoked crack, and she's a billionaire. I've never smoked crack, and I'm still trying to figure out how to pay my bills every month. That's exactly <laughs> right. So, so I'm really jaded about that. <laughs> You've been canceled. I've been. I just got canceled. Yeah, we so, just got canceled. Yeah, we and, just oh, got canceled. Well, a woman that's never been married. You've been never canceled. had kids. You've been canceled. She's never been married. Been don't have kids, but she'll be the first to tell you how to run your relationship, how to how to how to stay married, and how to raise your children. That's why, like Doctor Phil, that fat lard writing a diet book. I'm like, you better. But yeah. you better start right. losing some pounds when you start telling me about how I need to eat, how right. I need to live my life. Right. Dr. Phil, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Go catch yourself what's outside. His, what's his name? The guy that was on the comedy tour with, uh, God, yeah, we had, he's all, he, I can't think of his name. He always had the glass in his hand. He's got a Ron White. Ron White. So Ron White, have you ever heard Ron White's story about Dr. Phil? No. no. I can't tell it, but go listen to it. <laughs> okay. That's like, such a letdown. It is. Yeah. Well, I just can't. I can't, like, get, I can't get into all it's that. It's like, uh, can I get your phone number? Sure. Let me go to the bathroom. <laughs> no. you Three no. hours later. No. Well, no. Where's she? she said she was coming she back. She said she was coming back. No, it's long. Uh, it's also long. No, I'm yeah, not going to yeah, get yeah. into it, but y'all have to go listen I'll, to Ron White talking to about being on Dr. He was either Dr. Phil was on his boat oh, they or were, vice versa. Oh. So they were they, hanging together. Oh, they were drinking together. They were they were hanging out. Wow. You got to hear this. Okay. It's a good right. one. All right. Like, why do they call you That's potato right. salad? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually listened to, man, I probably get in trouble for this. People listen to this, knowing who I am. Go ahead. Like, oh my God, I can't believe he listens to that. But I think stand up comedy is a good picture, particularly for guys who and gals who have, have some courage about what they're going to say and do. I agree. Or a nice picture of cancel culture. And if they can get away with being funny enough, they're not going to be canceled. And I think the perfect example, that's Bill Burr. Bill oh, Burr is absolutely hilarious. He's my favorite. But how he deals with men and women and mother culture, he is spot on. It, it he, really is. It's dead on. But, and and think, it's hilarious. But if he said that not being funny, right. he would absolutely – Positively, never Kramer. get another gig. Yeah. Treat him like treat Kramer because yeah. he was not being funny. He'd he said never that. get another gig no. as long as he. But lived. you know, I also think he gets away with a lot of things he says because he's married to a black woman. And I'm not trying oh. to be racist. I'm not. I'm, that's not that's what I'm. That's, that's not the angle I'm We're going. Definitely getting canceled. But, but what I'm saying is, he can talk about race, and everybody's like, "Well, we know he's not racist. He's married to a black woman, so yeah. he gets that pass." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where if I were to say it. Right, you know, like, I don't like, get that pass. Like, I which is great. I'm glad people. he does because he's right. he's absolutely hysterical and he said stuff that's true, which makes it funny. Right. But if somebody else said it, they may not be able to get away with it. Yeah. What he observes is is the the tribes of honor and shame. What he sees is this is a tribe that will shame you, and they shame you by doing these things. He's just able to call it out and make it funny. He yeah. is, and he's hysterical, and he's and he's he's brilliant at it. Absolutely brilliant. I saw his thing the other day when he's talking about, you know, he's. He's white, kind of redheaded, and his wife's black, and she's putting on lotion. He really doesn't understand why she's putting on so much lotion. She goes, because I'm ashy. And he did. He said, I didn't even know what ashy was. And he goes into that whole rant about yeah, right. how she shows him that he's ashy, too. You just can't see it because his skin's so white. Not everybody can talk about that nowadays. Yeah, right. and it, you know, but he right. can, and he makes right. it funny, and it's yeah. it's good. He's brilliant. Yeah. God, he's brilliant. And he sees it. And so you pay attention even to good stand-up comedy. You can see the narratives. So the, I, 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 I think – Entertainment is a microcosm of the larger culture. 
And so when you watch entertainment and pay attention to it, it will show you what the narratives are and it'll reveal to you what we value and decide you better be on mm -hmm. or you just go ahead and count yourself on the outs. Right. And entertainment is a perfect reflection of culture. We, Look, we, we enjoy the entertainment of what we value in our culture. Let me ask you a question. I'm, I'm going to be dead serious. <laughs> Was either one of y'all offended when uh, they decided to take Pepe Le Pew out of Space Jam 2? <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen Space Jam 2 Yeah I don't think It's not out yet Oh okay Well that's, I, there's a reason and, I haven't and, seen Space and Jam 2 I'm pretty too. sure I'm not going to watch it Well they're all upset Because Pepe kind of Pushes himself on the other The female skunk And they're all saying that Yeah he's, he's, he's a like, rapist Are you serious? That's for real No it's a heart attack It's yeah. happening right now It's happening right now Pepe Le Pew is no a serial Pepe, rapist Pepe Le Pew is a Exactly He's and, a serial uh, rapist Because he pushes himself I, on women And he He's I out. shouldn't be laughing, but I've always thought Pepe Le Pew was hilarious. Yeah, it's hysterical. Yeah, it's yeah, funny it's hysterical. if you're trying to rape a cat, Mitch. It's, uh, it's hilarious. <laughs> well, I, I never as a kid thought Pepe Le Pew was doing anything other than wooing yeah. a woman. He was trying to you're, like find his his next girl. To, I, I, to me. I never saw that bad. You When you bring up things like that and you make it dirty, you're still in the innocence. You're still in innocence away from something that was innocent. Um, right. I, I, I mean. It never made me uncomfortable as a kid I, thinking. Look, I never thought of that that no, way. No, no. Um, and even they'll dig into, uh, was it C.S. Lewis that wrote yes. Alice in Wonderland? No, I was thinking something else. Go ahead. No, who no, wrote that? Who wrote uh, Alice in Wonderland? Who wrote God, I'm going to get, oh, somebody's geez. got, I'm getting hate mail on this. They're like, you're so <laughs> stupid. I Stop can't. talking. Well, we are cigar store idiots. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's that's how we get away with it. Really I was told when I walked up earlier, there was this. If it's C.S. Lewis, I'm going to be impressed with myself that I, saw, I remember there, that. There, 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 there was two cute little girls sitting over here. At, uh, they were little, little. I don't mean, yeah. you know. Easy, and and their, I know, I know. And, their, and their mom was sitting there, and she was telling her mom that idiots is a bad word. Yeah. yeah. I said, well, I, and I stopped them, and her mom was laughing about it. And I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute we're calling ourselves idiots, so it's not quite as bad. And the mom yeah. goes, yeah, it's not as bad when you call yourself an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a Lewis Carroll. Lewis Carroll. Okay, well, Lewis, I had Lewis in there. You were close. Who is C.S. Lewis? C.S. Lewis. He's the author. My favorite children's book series ever. It's uh, The Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah, All that's right. right. So, so who we got? Lewis what? Lewis Carroll. Lewis Carroll. Um, some say he was a pedophile. And uh, the story of Alice uh, kind of reflects on on uh, on some of that. So really, yeah. So there, that's cow. another thing they're looking at canceling. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. That, that's something else that's on the docket. Pat Sajak was attacked on yep. Twitter and he's for a, making fun of a contestant on the Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, made fun of his speech speech impediment. Yeah, really. Yeah. So they went. At, they're going after him right now. But you know, he's wow. he's a, he's a big time outspoken conservative. So yeah, he's a prime target. That's not. Yeah, that's that's not You're, the only you, reason. You don't follow Pat Sajak on Twitter. I do not. Is yes. that a worthy follow? Fantastic. I will be following Fat Pat Fat Sajak. Fat Sajak. Sajak. Hey, you know he owns his own island. You know how rich he is. I had no clue. Dude is filthy rich. Is he really? You know how long he's been doing that? I have no clue. Forever. Forever. Well, yeah. well, I mean, I think uh, I, I think was a Will little bitty kid, and I right. had a Wheel of Fortune game. So they're paying him ungodly amount of money for a successful show for how long he owns his own. Dude is filthy rich. Anyway, he's he's a very outspoken conservative, and okay. some of his tweets, or I don't, I haven't seen anything lately, but I know in the past they've been hysterical. Ah, he's so not scared to. go He's after in the him. wrong narrative. If I exactly look, if I freaking he, he's in the crosshairs. If I was Pat Sajak and they came after me, I would laugh like the Joker 
and throw up the double deuces. Yeah, I'm out. Say, I'm, I'm filthy out. rich. He's filthy rich. I'm he going care. to my island. <laughs> got an island right? that doesn't have uh, Andre's children on it. That's and, right. Uh, That's right. Fish. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, I was, I was this is a, I was reading a, a, some political theory because I'm kind of fascinated by by some of where we are right now, and I think cancel culture is also mirroring politics. Mm-hmm. When you have polar opposites like what we have now, you have your crazy left like. Mm-hmm. nut job wing nuts and then you got your crazy right wing right. wing wing nuts and the, they're there too they're oh, there yeah, too dude, they're there. the further you are polar opposite ideologically the closer you actually are tactically I believe in other that. words your tactics mirror one another yeah. it's just on polar opposites of ideologies and i think cancel culture is is a mirror of of ideologies we're so far polarized in ideas that the tactics are the same and the tactic is to shut people out who don't fit the narrative. Mm-hmm. And so this side over here is doing the same thing this one is. They just don't see it of themselves. And so it kind of shows you we've lost the ability to have a dialogue yeah, and be able to discuss issues and problems and, and, and actually deal with real problems. You know, a problem let's deal with. And we've talked about we've dealt with this before, but have we ever seen it this far apart? Not in my lifetime. Right, not in mine. No way. I've never seen it this far apart. No, not in our lifetime. It has been this far apart. But not in our lifetime. This is new for us. Has it been this far apart? I would say in our country, I would say you could, I think if you went back to, gosh, the Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton, which incredible musical. If you start singing that, I I, swear uh, to God. No, I swear I'm I'm, I'm not (laughs) going to start singing it. But but you had had the difference between the Thomas Jeffersons and the John Adams. Alexander Who were friends. (laughs) Sorry. That guy's a terrible singer. He's awful. They, they, They were friends. And ideologically, politically, ended up enemies, yeah, and not speaking to one another, yeah. and and led parties that were so diametrically opposed to how to run our country, that that it led to massive like upheaval in the life of our, our country, and 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 then in the War of eighteen twelve brings us back to sort of some sense of hey we do have a common enemy Eliza oh sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> there but you go know, but you sorry. know God dang it it's <laughs> that's for you cadence it's right. scary that you have to go back that far to think of a time when we're as far apart from each other as we are right, right. now and you know I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's race I don't think it's uh. I think it's what's being fed to us is well, what I think it is. Well, some of it, some of it is is what we get fed, right? So you have you have a, you know, President Lincoln, he comes into office and and he has to stinking Lincoln, yeah, stinking. He has to supervise one of the worst times in American history. Yeah, it was polar opposites, right? And yep. so, yep. and so, I, I I think I mean the crazy thing is historically we're a really young country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not we are an old country. That's right. And and our form of government is very experimental. Yeah, it's yep. not, and. I don't want to say unheard of in the history of man, but pretty close. Yeah. It's representative Republican democracy, whatever this thing is, is really different. And so we're pretty far apart and, and we're not settled on, on how we're going to function as a people. And, and so that's a great way. That's 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 unsettling. That's unsettling, but that's a great way of looking at it. I've never really looked at it that way about how young we really are and how we're still trying to find our way. I think. Yeah. I mean, look historically, how old we're talking about great Britain. I mean, my goodness gracious, yeah. you go back to, to Roman Empire yeah. days and, and, and this little island out here and, and man, they've been they've been grinding out history a lot longer than us and they've been through these periods of upheaval and, you know, the internal wars, you know, Oliver Cromwell and I'm a little bit of a nerdy guy, so ever study all this European history and these guys have fought, come together, fought, come together, fought, come together, and we're right there. 
we're absolutely right there. And and it, again, it, it manifests itself in, in that cancel culture. Now we're polar opposites and we got to cast each other out. And somebody's looking for a tribe and they're going to go where they can fit. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to figure this out eventually. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, seriously, we've got to. Yeah, we have to. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it, it's inevitable at some point. Otherwise, we're, we'll, we will not make it as a country. We've got no, to figure this no. out. Well, until we get down to business actually dealing with stuff we need to deal with because so much of what even what we're talking about is in the entertainment world right we're we're so informed by entertainment that we actually can't think deeply on stuff that matters well and that's that's kind of what i was going to go with that to make to get this straightened out and to stop cancel culture to stop the hatred between you know this side and this side and i'm talking about the far sides right it it, is it going to take somebody stopping what we're fed because what we're because what we're being fed is not true. We know this. We know this. Even if you're on the left, you know some of it's not true. And even if you're on the right, you know some of it's not true. And we're being fed this narrative, right? And it's the narrative they want us to see, right? Regardless. So, for both sides to come together, I think, it, and this fits the topic, I think, because it is, you know, along the same line. Because uh, I think some of it feeds off of. Well, I keep, you know, I hate to even worse use media, but let's face it, it is media, but it's not only media. But uh, I think that's the root. I really do. I believe it's, you know, it's it's feed these people this because that, that, right. that's going to fire them up. And let's bread feed and these circus. people this. It's bread and circus. That's right. It is. Right. Right. It, it, there, you, know, you look at the progression of even how art, art used to imitate life. I used to look, go back in history and look at paintings, paintings like bowl of fruit. Right. And so as as people's thinking shifted, art began to rather than imitate life, art began to uh, set what life was like. And so and so what has happened to a lot of us is the narrative has been dictated to us from other places rather than the arts and entertainment mimicking life. The arts and entertainment now inform how we do life. Mm -hmm. And you can see that shift historically. And I think what has happened is it's media, it's various forms who dictate the narrative. And and that now dictates how we live. So rather than us informing what that ought to look like, the politics, the entertainment now tell us what we are to look like. And that's a that's a devastating shift. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we don't read, we don't study, we don't have good dialogue, we don't dialogue with people who don't agree with us so and it teaches and us how to that, think the things that we read basically yeah. on social media is probably 85 percent not true and we believe, yes. everything, and we believe we everything we read, we read. if yeah. it's in black and white people believe it my no mother, matter what my mother bless her heart dude she will get on facebook and yes we'll believe the, everything and i'm read. like please the deep fakes <laughs> the deep fakes the the conspiracy theories that are written by people who know telling what they're ultimate end game is and they don't even speak english tell me about america and you're got right. an australian accent right i'm like right. no dude well people will just believe we don't critically think anymore we've lost the ability to think there's a great book by nancy piercy called entertaining ourselves to death and i think what we've done is we've lost our ability to think and critically analyze and and as a result we're we're victims of bad narratives and then we polar opposite, and we can't dialogue publicly. Well, and we, we, we want somebody to tell us, okay, I don't want to do all the research. Just tell me how I should feel. Yes. Tell me what I'm supposed to think. Tell yeah. me tell me what side I'm supposed to be That's on. That's right. Yep, he's he's bad guy. Yeah. You know? That's exactly right. Yeah. And, oh. Yeah, that's right. And we're never going to come together on anything until we start thinking for ourselves. And block, there's got to be, I still say, before we get past this, I think something's going to have to be done about what we're being fed. 
when you get here, I really do. I was about to something's going to be have to fix there before we can come together as to get everybody involved. What, what happens when you eat too much? You look Fat. like me. You stop. You stop. You get full. You stop eating, and and it's what people have to. They're, right. they're, your head's too full of garbage. Yeah, right. And it's not healthy. That's right. And you got to stop eating. Right. You got to stop feeding on it. That's yeah. exactly right. Yep, that's right. But just become aware of the fact that there is a narrative. You see it in the news. You do. You control the narrative. You control Depends the power. On what, you control what channel the you watch. Well, exactly but here's right. the, but you know, but here's a funny thing. You know, and they've you've seen these clips where. A new station in Atlanta, a new station, a new station in Washington, a new station in uh, Los Angeles, a new station in New York. They'll say the exact same words and the exact right. same. I mean, it's word for word, you know, and it's it's what's being pumped out nationwide. Mm-hmm. You know? Right, right, and it, it's even happened with coronavirus. I mean, you see, you see, a, there's a pre- prevailing narrative about coronavirus, yep. and depending on what side you get on, you are going to be called unloving. Uh, if you can critically analyze numbers and information and just observe the world around you, you're probably going to lean a certain direction when it comes to coronavirus and how we ought to do life. Mm-hmm. And if you just buy what's being fed to you, you're going to buy another narrative. Yeah. And, and, and it absolutely contrasts with, with I, mean, I mean, here's the reality for us. We've had a school year. We've had football, basketball, yep. wrestling. We're in the middle of track and ain't nobody sick. And listen, I know this is not the prevailing narrative, but hey man, I'm but, with you. but man, we we have navigated well. And then there are some places that are not even having school doing nothing, and they're saying, "Oh I my gosh, it. it's devastating our communities." And I'm not saying nobody hasn't died. There have been people died. It's a real virus. It's deadly. It is a real virus. But there is a way to That's do not a life. Pandemic. There's That's my way, opinion. There's a way to do life. But but here's the problem: the narrative tells you that if you've had school and you're doing sports. You hate people, yeah, and you hate the world, and that's so and you don't true. take this seriously. And I'm going, that is completely untrue. But that's a prevailing. Just narrative. because I don't want to live in fear and I refuse to live in fear doesn't make me dislike my fellow well, man. Well, it, it ignores reality that there's such thing as a psychology that a, that the soul that our bodies can get sick, but our souls get sick when we're isolated from other humans. That's and exactly right. Doing normal stuff, yep. but but again, your look, immune system takes a hit. Well, right. Well, I'm, well I'm, when you say science, I'm gonna, somebody's supposed to sit down and shut up because you said science. Oh, well, well yeah. okay. Somebody said threw the word science around, and I'm supposed to forget that in, there's any other science like psychology and right, sociology, right. right? And so, but that narrative is strong, y'all. I had somebody today tell me, "I love you, but I'm unfriending you," and it's because I said, you know, I I, I made a comment about because you're, it was something about a there was a big dispute about a mask and you know my opinion is my opinion is that it's it is a virus i do believe there's a virus but i think it's a fake pandemic that's just my opinion you can think what you want i don't care because i'm okay with people having other opinions i'm okay with that i can live with that right but i don't think it's a pandemic i think it's a real virus but what i said was a fake pandemic well i think what she read was i said it's a fake it's fake altogether i don't believe in COVID, and that's not what i said right but i think she read that I don't think there's COVID. But what I said was it's a fake pandemic. And that's the way I feel. I feel like there is a virus. It's obviously a virus. We know people that's Absolutely. passed away for it, but sure. I don't yeah. think it's pandemic worthy. That's all I'm saying. Right. I'm going to read this to you. I saw this. I uh, actually saw this this morning. Uh, 2,300 years ago, long before Islam, Arabs discovered that forcing people to cover their nose and their mouth broke their will and individuality. Mm-hmm. It depersonalized them and made them submissive. 
Um, that's why I later imposed on every woman the mandatory use of a fabric over her face. Then Islam turned into the women's symbol of submission to Allah, the man owner of the harem and the king. Modern, uh, modern, <laughs> modern, modern, I can't even say it. Modern psychology <laughs> explains without, without a face, we don't exist as independent beings. Face coverings and masks are ancient tools used to break people down psychologically. Mm. I need to go back to school. Um, <laughs> this is the beginning of deleting individuality. Uh, he who does not know his history is certainly condemned to repeat it. Mm. I read that today, man, and that right. just kind of like I saw that. What? Well, it it blows my mind. Now, now the 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 word is you you might need to wear two masks. Yeah. <laughs> or, or or now now that you're fully vaccinated, you still need to keep wearing a mask and probably social distance. Yeah. I'm going okay. Which what is it? But you know, it's like, funny that Fauci at one time came out and said that masks Mask don't really work. need to be worn by anybody, yeah. just the health workers, so forth. You know. And now he says, you know, of course, we need to wear masks. We need to wear masks. Now it's two masks. And, you know, it's like, mm. I got a real question. Is hooked on phonics still a thing? Because I'm going to go brush up on some. <laughs> you can get you some hooked on phonics. Well, I've been, I've been trying to learn Russian, and I've, it's just, uh, it's really messing me up. So. Got the little rusk. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a whole different conundrum. So. There you go. All right. So a couple of things. Um, Woody Woodpecker. Should we cancel Woody Woodpecker? It's three different names to describe a penis. Yeah. I mean, is that, is that something we should do next? Woody Woodpecker, you're out of here. Probably. What, what else we got? Uh, mayonnaise. It's white and it's racist and it's disgusting. It is. I, I, mayonnaise you, should be gone. You're weird if you eat mayonnaise. So I'm not going to lie. Oh, do you, do you eat mayonnaise? I, I love mayonnaise. Do you? See, here's but the funny thing about mayonnaise. I, yeah. You either love it yeah. or, you, or hate you hate it. When I get home, I'm going to have, we have BLTs for dinner. And if you, you got to put some mayonnaise on a yeah. BLT. I mean, I put mustard. Mm. Really? Ooh, I do. On a BLT? Spicy mustard. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. I don't know. Spicy now, mustard is great. Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters, they used to do the mayonnaise skit. And so what happens with the mayonnaise skit, somebody brings out a jar of mayonnaise and these these unlucky first year people working at camp have to participate. And so did they have to eat a whole, well, what ends up happening? Toast? Somebody ends up like mayonnaise is the cure for everything. It's like, Oh, my teeth are dirty. What do you do? Use mayonnaise. God and so, dang. and so they oh, brush no. the, so, so, so they brush your teeth with the mayonnaise and they, Dude. and then they spit it back into the jar and they keep using it. Oh man, what? I'm all out of milk. What am I supposed to <laughs> use mayonnaise? Or no, they start with like, Oh, let my underarm stink. Use man. And then they put it on the underarm, scrape it off, put it back in the jar. And no. this goes through like the cycle of their no. teeth, their mouth, the jar, and they end up using it in cereal to eat. And the last poor <laughs> sucker has to eat the cereal mayonnaise in it. And inevitably I have watched boys and girls vomit not, not participating but sitting there watching it <laughs> just I'm just a, lose it look, vomit I'm, over right mayonnaise. Now, I'm, I'm drinking jim jones kool-aid for i eat that mayonnaise <laughs> i'm gonna tell you right now i can't handle sign it. me up for that program i can't handle it <laughs> i'll fist fight somebody if they try to make me eat I mayonnaise would I it's terrible my mom i'd throw her down some stairs <laughs> How dare you? Try it's to terrible. Make me Don't cancel your mom over mayonnaise. Yeah, I will. Man, mom, it could happen. Mom, I'm telling you. It's right so now, bad. Blue plate. If you ever put mayonnaise on. So you're a blue plate guy? Blue plate. You know, and that's another thing I know you're about mayonnaise eaters. They don't, <laughs> they should be put on, oh, it's well, so well, bad. Well, we're so snobby bad. about the mayonnaise you eat. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's yeah. Oh, it's I heard Dukes. blue plate Dukes. Dukes. Yeah, Dukes is one that people fight. Hellman's. I think it all tastes like hell. <laughs> I think it, it looks like a jar of snot. There will not be any mayonnaise in heaven. No, 
There will not be. Fill up on it, bitch. There won't there won't get it now. There won't be spiders, mayonnaise, and cancer. I think they all go together. Oh God! I never really looked at it like that. I like spiders. I don't know. You do like spiders? I'm a fan of them. You I like weirdo. them. I used to feed them like crickets and stuff, and watch them eat them. That was weird. You like kid. spiders? There you yeah. go, man. Yeah. Spiders I are ne- terrifying. I never used uh, animal parts to make jewelry, but I did feed crickets to spiders. <laughs> really? So yeah, they yeah. freak me out, man. Yeah. I'd yeah, rather deal I'm with a snake. I could deal with a snake. I don't like them. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I can no, deal rats, with a snake. Dude, I can't do rats. Rats are mice, and I'll get on this table and scream like a little girl. Mm. Yeah. Eh. And then I'll get down and start swinging on people. <laughs> they don't bother me that bad, but a spider? <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. eight Creepy legs, crawlies. and they're all... Yeah. Creepy they're, crawlies. They're don't. wicked, man. Yeah. Cricket. They're, those jumping crickets out in Coosa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> jumping oh, Coosa yeah. crickets. Oh, yeah. Those wig me out. Yeah. yeah. They get a big old... Th- it's not the regular cricket like you go fishing Yeah, Yo, no, I know what you're doing. It's like they got those grasshopper-like legs. Yeah, those, yeah. those make me run. Yeah, they're yeah. bad. I, I don't like those. those. It's hard for me to believe God made them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they crawled up out of the pit. The spiders had to eat something. It's terrible. I mean, come on now. Oh, I'm terrified of them. Yeah. Gentlemen, you got anything else you want to cover as far as uh, cancel culture goes? Is there something else that, that we're leaving? Oh, Jesus, man. Sorry. We totally forgot. Dr. Seuss books. How how comparison is wanting to get rid of the Dr. Se- the six, is it five or six books of Dr. Seuss that he wrote? They want to get rid of these books and want to get them out of uh, libraries, out of out of hands of children who may uh, continue the whatever culture that we're trying to steer them away from. Right. Is it any different from the Nazis burning books? Uh, What's the difference? I don't know the difference. I I, I have Dr. Seuss used to scare me as a kid. I like 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 Dude, the what, what are the what's the Dr. one Seuss. with the cat in the hat? Is yeah. creepy. Yeah, it is. It like is. like I, that guy, so so you're asking the wrong guy about canceling Dr. Seuss because number the, these kids. <laughs> my first thought Mitch is like is good with it. Beat them. <laughs> yeah. Like what's wrong with yeah. these thing one and thing two? And then these creepy characters. Like yeah. I used to be. I was look. I was afraid of Dr. Seuss. It is. It is. Kind it, of creepy, he's a little creepy. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really so, look at it that way. So, now I do. But I mean, hey, it's a book. I mean, you ain't got to burn the book. Yeah. But it might creep me out. But that kid may like it. So let the kid read the. But Dr. I still Seuss haven't book. understand exactly why they're going after him. What? What is I it? I think it's in. The, I think there's some characters there's that characters have some in the book. central, like like uh, uh, stereotypical, Asian, yeah, Asian features, yeah. and it's kind of they see it as yeah, stereotyping yeah. or playing on a stereotype. Yeah. yeah um. There's a video of Marlon Brando talking. Uh, he he did not go receive an Oscar. Uh, he won an Oscar. I think it was for for The Godfather. Yep. And he he refused it and he didn't go uh, receive it because he said that he was embarrassed the way Hollywood portrayed uh, people of uh, ethnicities, yeah. Native Americans, Native particular, Americans yeah. particularly. Yeah. And uh, he he turned the Oscar down. So he did. It's pretty. It's pretty ballsy. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I agree with him though. I mean, you look at it at some point. I mean, you know, they had all the. Um, I mean, if, if you were in the movies uh, and you were black, you were a slave or you were a criminal. Right. Uh, if you're a Native American, you were just dumb and easily overpowered because you weren't smart enough to figure out that. Yeah. Those blankets had smallpox on them. Right. Here's my land. Yeah. yeah. I'm dead. Even the yeah. the old uh, Davy Crockett. The Disney Davy Crockett's like Johnny Toot shirts, and <clears throat> they kind of hyperbolize mm-hmm. some of the Native American stuff. So I, sure. I wouldn't be surprised if that's Peter, next on the list. Peter Pan got yanked off of Disney Plus. Well, actually, they didn't take it off. This is Peter Pan. This is one of the biggest Disney 
um, characters there is. Uh, they didn't take it off, but there's a parental discretion advisory right. on Peter Pan. Wow. What, what uh, Peter Native, Pan there's a Native American uh, in there that's uh, a headdress and makeup. Hey, I'm part Indian. I've got but a lot of I've got wear, a lot of Native American in me. So if but you come they at did me wear, over chief, they did wear those. Things. I'll fight you in front of the store in the studio. <laughs> I don't right. understand. I'm lost here. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was it. Was just like a just like a dumb Indian. It's the way they portrayed him in the in the cartoon. Oh, it's the way they portrayed him, not yeah. the fact that he had it on. Right. Right. I got you. I got you. I right. Got you. That's, right. Well, let's get rid of Pocahontas because that's a complete lie. Right. She was uh, sold into sex slavery. She was sex trade. That's what Pocahontas was. Right. Right. Yeah. There's a whole story on that. I actually think that, you know a good episode telling you guys what to do next. No, dude. We're gonna go. I'll go back of, and listen to some right issues of slavery, down. race. I, I think I think when you have to, if you go back into our culture, um, we are on the majority side of stuff. When you talk to Native Americans and African Americans, you get a difference. Sure, story. absolutely. No, yeah, and and, and and I think and I think your Native American thing. Super. So what ends up happening is a lot of cancel, a lot of some cancel culture has come from past hurts. There's yeah. a real psychology in the soul of humans that recognize wrongs done. Sure, hurts are generational. And I think, and I think some because it's it's hard to put everybody in one cancel culture. Yeah. It's like it's not just here's the big cancel culture groups. It's multiple, like you said, some of them are small, yeah, but they're loud. Some of them are very large and loud. And I think it's a very nuanced historical survey to discover how we got here. And I think it is it is super complicated. It's not simple. And I think it goes from you have Native American issues because we. The guy, Chief John Jolly, you can go Google him. Yeah. He's he was Cherokee chief. Really? Went west. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Sam Houston, he Sam adopted Sam Houston after Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so far down the line uh, that I don't even have enough to count. But, right. But, right. But my, we know, say myself. But we know yeah. who he is. But just the stories, the narrative passed down in our family line. We're wary of a lot of things because our land does not belong to us anymore. Right. And I'll tell you, it's, uh, and I and I'll be I'll be straight up honest with you. I'm not even kidding. When we go to the mountains, like I hate going to the mountains because I feel so much guilt when I go. We, my mom used to take me to Cherokee when I was a kid, right? And we would go there, and uh, and I went back, and I took my kids for the very first time uh, a couple of years ago, uh, and uh, and you know you got the guys that go out there, they dance, and you you pay them money, and they tell a story or whatever. And I feel so guilty. Like, I, I mean, I, I feel guilt for, for sitting there and, and watching that. And, uh, and, and, and do you yeah. think my dad's like, my dad used to always say that he's like, you know, that nobody here's friendly. They don't want you here. And I couldn't understand that. I was like, what's well, a, it's a tourist place. Why don't they want it? He's like, would you want a bunch of white people walking around staring knowing, at you, staring at you, wanting you to you. dance so you can throw right. money at their feet when right. you're stuck up on the side of a mountain where they can't even. Yeah. grow anything and they yeah. have to live in it you know and i yeah. was like man I, and it and it resonated with me when i took my kids and my daughter i forgot how old zoe was it, well it's a couple of years ago she's about five and uh she was afraid and i was right. like i was like dude don't be afraid i was like we have we have that same indian blood in our body and that's that's part of our history it's part right. of our ancestors right you can't be afraid of that that's we, who we are we i am to, definitely not and dude, she, uh, <laughs> she, uh, she, she saw it differently. Yeah. And she wanted to go back, which I, I didn't because I just, it's not right. a good time for me. Well, you take, you, you take a look at, you know, even how we see history. We think 
1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. He discovered the new world. Might not the people was here. People was here. They discovered the new world. Right. 1492, my rear end. Right. Yeah. They no. Had, they had a cover. Yeah. Right. These cats got here a long time before yeah, you right. did. It was kind of doing okay to you brought smallpox to the rest oh, of them. Oh, they were doing fine. Yeah. Sent us west. You know, and if, if you ever go, if you ever go to Cherokee, North Carolina, and uh, go, yeah. if you want to get educated and you want to feel some real white guilt, uh, <laughs> go to the Indian Museum yeah. and and, yeah, and, and walk through that. It's painful. Yeah. It, it breaks my heart, dude. Yeah. It makes me cry. I even hate going up. We've gone and seen. I showed them Jolly Island, the Hiawassee River, at Chief John's land. It's my land. It's yeah. not my land anymore. Got my name on it. They still call it Jolly Island, but I don't. Yeah have it that's, so, a, that's insane it's crazy and so but you go up and watch those guys they're still doing the stuff and you stand you go and pay to go to cherokee and you watch them and i, I like i've done it and i took the boys they know yeah. our history and and i feel bad i'm yeah. like you know here's here are these people who maintain their heritage yeah they're full-blooded and they're, and they're they're putting on a show for the rest of us yeah. and i took my that kids i took my kids into that museum and not yeah. not to go like oh look at this oh look at that i wanted to say these were these people that were here right and this is what happened to him. Right. And, um, you know, I just, I wanted to give them a history lesson that what and all, it's right. not a happy time, you know, really, no. if you go into it, it's not a happy time. No. And, uh, and I wanted them to understand what the trail of tears meant. I want them to understand, right. um, how these people were treated, how they were cheated. And, uh, you know, and it's, uh, right. I know I'm getting off on a whole nother tangent. No, well, no but though, he, he brings a good point. That would be a good but yeah, and, and it brings up, I think, a coming issue that is going to turn into a narrative we're going to have to address that will be a cancel issue. Yeah. And that is our history isn't as clean as we like to think it oh, is. Oh, our hands are dirty. And, and, dirty. And, and right now the big issue is race, and, but it's black, white. And I think the, the next one's going to be Native American. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and I think a lot of it is, you know, I said I don't see it. And, and, and maybe I'm blind to a lot of it because – I'm not racist. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can right. I can say that and, yeah. And, yeah. and not feel, you know, like I'm lying a little bit. I mean, I'm not. I'm just not a racist guy. And maybe I'm just blind to a lot of it because I'm I'm not that. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I mean? Yeah, that and you are the majority. And and what happened to me was having a black kid, I experienced things I never had to experience before sure. because I didn't I didn't uh What's the word? I'm trying to avoid the word that's that's a buzzword, so I'm not going to say that word. I didn't enjoy what I used to enjoy because I now had a black kid with me, and I would go in places and be told that I'm not welcome anymore. And so all of a sudden, I saw stuff I never had to see before. Because you never I, saw the ugly in people until until no. I had you couldn't imagine the until I had the object of their dislike with me, and yeah. then I was all of a sudden not part of the story. It's disgusting. You need it's to disgusting. leave. And I was going whoa is this is, this is a this real is thing. really happening and so it's it's caused me to look and realize there's a lot still there and i never saw it because mm-hmm. i was never the object of it right. because i was in the majority yeah and and so and so that those are those are real narrative issues mm-hmm. we got to address and right now it in some of it's got some cancel component to it and some of it rightfully so yeah, yeah. um some, some things are bad dude the bad I, things need to go i think it definitely exists i just i just don't think it's as big a problem as we're being told it is that's my view yeah sure and i'm not saying i'm no, right no i'm not saying i'm right if somebody tells me i'm wrong i'd love to discuss okay. it yeah. and I, that's I, where good civil the good civil discussion yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's you know mm-hmm. i'm just saying i don't yeah I, th- I think the ones that are true racist I, th- I think they're smaller group of people than 
we're led on to be to believe. Maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. I I haven't, so uh, I'm not looking for the first time that I'm wrong. You can ask anybody. I'm always right. I can bring up a few times <laughs> you've been wrong. I, I, can think of, I can think of two times. I can think of two times yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, third time's a charm, people. Third time's a charm. Um, well, fellas, I, we could talk for a, another hour, uh, which we almost did. Um, but I really do appreciate you getting in here again and talking to us, Mitchell. I appreciate your input I do and too, your insight. Man. I appreciate it. And it's uh, and you gave us a, it's an educated version of what we were trying to get across. Because uh, you know me, I'm talking about Woody Woodpecker and a, and a, and <laughs> a serial awesome. rapist skunk. Uh, and Pepe Le Pew is innocent. I did not even That's get right. to uh, Speedy Gonzalez and his lazy little Mexican friends. Uh, yeah, that yep. was another one. So yep. was that one got to go too? That one, yeah, I mean, because I, they. I don't think I don't think, really I don't think they were lazy. One. I think they were drunk. It was yeah. siesta yeah, time, siesta man. Time. Yeah, yeah. So. And, and I think they were right about the siesta. Those little afternoon yeah. thirty minute units. Or, I, I'll tell you what, man. We need to bring that here. I tell you what, yes. those I, my my main crews that roof for me are Hispanic, and there's not a harder working group of people I've ever mm -hmm. been in my entire life. Mm -mm. Right, and they work circles around. Anybody else that I could bring in to hey, do a job? Hey, so. true story, real quick. I know we're trying to shut it down, but true story. So I was building my house out in our Murchie, and when they were framing it, I stopped by to see how things are going. You know, not being the oh this, I want to talk to you. <laughs> You're not stopped. the guy that sits in his lounge chair and watches. His no, 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 no. I was actually working, and I just swung by there. Right. <laughs> so I ended up. I can't remember his name. Hope he's not listening. But anyway, I knew the guy from school, the guy that over the crew. But I didn't know. I just yeah. knew that you know the my contractor who was hired these guys. And he told me, he said, Andrew, I said, I, I, I said, I would never do this. I said, do what? He said, have a hundred percent Hispanic crew. I always said I would hire Americans, hire, yeah. you know, this, that, and the other, you know, try to support that. He said, but I can't Good do luck it. With that. He said, I can't do it. He said, if I hire, every time I've hired a white guy, he <laughs> said, he's either on drugs, steals my tools or lays out all the time. Or steals from a homeowner. That happens too. Or still from he said, but these Hispanic guys Excuse I've got me. out here, he said, if I cut one hour early or if I say I don't want to work a Saturday, I don't take a Saturday off, he said, they all threaten to quit. Yeah. He said, this is the hardest bunch of honest wow. guys I've ever had in my life. Wow. He said, I can't, I can't go wrong with these guys. Right. He said, if That's I cut, awesome. if I cut one hour early, he said, they threaten to quit my crew. Yeah. Wow. It's true. It's true. I witness awesome. on a daily basis. So. They want to work. Yeah. yeah. Even when it's raining. Dude. Yeah. Raining. Awesome. Don't, don't want to work Saturday. Days. We'll go find a crew that will work Saturday. Yeah, they will. Right. Yeah. Wow. He said, they don't steal from me. They're at work every day. Their wives show up. Bring food. With their lunch. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, man, I get it. Wow. I get it. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. All right, folks. We're going to do this again real soon. Hh, hey, everybody, please go stop by CigarStoryIdiot.com. Check out some uh, awesome merchandise and also... You're able to buy some of the buy some of these fine products from uh, Killcliff, Duke Cannon Supply Company, Righteous Felon Jerky Cartel, The Beard Corp, Wild Bill Sodas, and Rep Sports Raise Energy Drinks. Y'all go check all that out. Be sure to use the promo codes to save some money. Um, if you buy stuff and don't use the promo code, you're a dummy. So uh, exactly right. All right, man. Thank you guys. Thank you. All right, everybody. Take Thank care. You, all right, peace out.